0: Hello and welcome to the Supernatural Podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner Dan.
1: Hello Jill and hello listeners.
0: Hello listeners and today we're talking about something that is insidious. It's everywhere but you probably don't even think about it or know it's there but it's actually, well you will know it's there if you look for it, but it's actually um, can affect your health and it's kind of like just in the background taken away all the time isn't it Dan?
1: Yeah, and it is black mold. And I think the word insidious was good because when you see a black mold infestation, that's what it looks like. It looks like this evil thing, which you intuitively know is really not good for your health, don't you? But Mm. it often occurs in very low levels in people's houses and environments and workplaces. Um, And that low level exposure for a long time can have some pretty serious, serious health effects. So we're going to describe it.
0: Yeah, definitely. But before we do, Dan, have you been thinking about the heatwave?
1: Yeah, I mean, Tuesday, when it got to nearly, well, got to 40 degrees in some places in the country, that is like nothing I've ever experienced (laughs) in this country. It just felt like, luckily I was at work and it's relatively cool, but stepping outside, it was like going into a hairdryer.
0: (laughs) It was was like being,
1: I've been to to Doha before and that's what I felt like, just having a hairdryer on your skin. it, It was strange. It's like um, that
0: when you step off an aeroplane and you go on holiday and it's like that.
1: Oh yeah. Um I luckily it. I kinda I slept all right. I think that's the main thing people were struggling with. My house stays relatively cool, so I kind of got away with it. But um yeah, madness, eh? 40 degrees <laughs> 40 <laughs> degrees. I bloody
0: really loved it. I love yeah. I cannot understand how people can go on holiday and go, oh yeah, it's really hot. I loved it. Then just complain when it's here. i bloody loved it.
1: Yeah, I think it's because some people are on holiday that they've been. They can get in the shade, they can get in the pool, they can have a few drinks over here. Like you have to go to work and sit in your car, which has been sat outside <laughs> like an oven for eight hours. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, uh, I even had to put the roof down on my, uh, the roof up on my car. It was actually too hot to have the roof down and drive. I was like, the first time ever I've had to put the roof back on because it's too hot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's um, 40 degrees was was too warm. I'm, I'm happy around kind of mid-20s, but kind of complained because... <laughs> literally you'd be going to blink and it's going to be back to pissing down and oh, dark yeah, nights I mean, so. it's,
0: really hell. it's only for a day or two Everyone's yeah like exactly man come on it was definitely because I've got aircon in my studio so it was like the first time ever I'd like everybody was arriving at my class just for the air con yes yeah, it, um,
1: it was the same at my place there's a few rooms with aircon, and it was just like yeah. a sanctuary
0: people were like I'm only here for the aircon," <laughs> but it's definitely because I have my cousin who's Born and brought up in Botswana, and then I had another lady, Yeshim. Hello, Yeshim, because Yeshim listens to us, um, and she's got fam- got um, family in Turkey. And they were just like, this is just normal day, normal, normal life, yeah. like in Botswana. That's just standard. You know, that's probably quite cool for Botswana. So
1: yeah, your body like, just crazy. adapts, though, doesn't
0: it? Yeah. Yeah, so they were just like, this is just a normal day. But yeah, that's it. It was a bit hot, wasn't it? So anyway, let's get back to the the subject in hand. So we're talking about black mold. And this kind of came about because um I had a slow leg behind my sink and that's a kitchen sink. And I think sometimes you think um, When you've got a slow leak, it's worse than when you've got a a proper full-on leak because it's just, you don't even know it's there. And then one day I looked underneath my kitchen sink and there was like the whole wall was black behind it, behind the cupboard. And when you finally pull the washing machine out and have a look and it's like, you've been dreading looking. And then, so I got the man out to um, fix it all. And then I was reading up on black mold and what it does to you and i started freaking out thinking oh my god so i've gotten the bleach out and sprayed it but um because it was all black down the back of there but i think it's just the water so then i thought we should do a podcast on this actually because every house has got it haven't they
1: yeah every house has it probably to some degree like you were saying normally near water sources um but mainly occurs um in yeah like cold dark damp indoor places that's where you would normally find it hence when there's a leak um and it goes down behind walls and cavities and cupboards and stuff it's just the perfect scenario for mold to, to thrive in there isn't it yeah. i've had it before in, i actually had it in a random place it was behind a wardrobe where there was no airflow it was dark it was on an external wall so it was cold um so i had to get that sorted and yeah the solution was just get rid of it first, but then get a dehumidifier, try and get the dampness out of the air, try and get airflow through the, through the area. And and that's sorted. But like you say, out of sight, out of mind, because you can't see it, then you don't know it's affecting you. But then when you do find it, you're like, God, how long has that been there? I know. And it can really, when we're going to describe some of the, some of the negative health effects, it could be, it can often go undiagnosed for ages. You could be thinking you're ill for a different reason. But if there's a huge black mold infestation right near you every day, like say, for instance, in your bedroom, and you're Oh, you they work like, even it, like we work yeah. in
0: old buildings and stuff, don't you? You could yeah. have one there and not even realize it's there. Yeah, and so, you get an
1: exposure for like eight, nine, ten hours a day. Yeah, it's really going to impact your body.
0: Yeah. So let's just talk a little bit about what the mold is. I'm reading a really good book at the moment. Well, I'm kind of like you know I read about ten books at the same time. It's one in my pile. And it's called The Entangled Life by Merlin Shred- Sheldrake. Um, you know Merlin Sheldrake, don't you?
1: Oh, yeah, the, the most intelligent name ever invented. What was his, his son called as well? He's, he's got a...
0: No, no, Merlin is the son. Oh, right. The, the dad was... Oh, Rupert. Tim... Rupert. Rupert. Rupert's the dad, yeah. Yeah. So, hi, so his dad's Rupert, and he's Merlin. Merlin is a, um, an, a fungi-esque expert, and the, the book is really good. It's just about, you know, the what's it called? The myo... The myocosia, or that the layer of, like underneath the layer of soil—and the trees oh, yeah. use it to. um It's a fungus layer. It's like the interconnectedness, and the trees use the fungus to communicate to each other. And that interesting.
1: Mm. Isn't fungus the biggest living thing ever recorded? Oh, well, yeah, I actually, yeah, I thought it was.
0: It's got like networks all over. It's like the, it invented the internet. <laughs> They made the internet based on the fungus, the interconnectedness of it. And um, it's very interesting. Like he was saying that a fungus is like, it's not a plant, it's not an animal. It's like a halfway between. Mm. And um, it's like the thing that will survive. Like, was it here first as well? Did we actually originate from funguses? Fungi, not funguses, that's really bad English. Or Latin, so dead interesting what a fungus is but mold is a fungus
1: yeah and the the black mold which is the most common one which we would see in in houses it's got a really technical name so I'm going to take the lead and try and say this Jill because well, it's a tough one so it's I'm called
0: really bad at saying the name as you know
1: it's it's full technical name is Stachybotrys chitarum, which I think sounds like some of Harry Potter doesn't
0: it Stachybotrys chitarum. it sounds like a spell doesn't it hmm
1: yeah, so that's the that's the black mold you would typically find in um, cold, dark, indoor places, and yeah, that's there's there was a study done where they found there was typically around thirty six different strains that and another one were the most common ones um, of black mold.
0: So normally it wouldn't pose a risk to a healthy person with mold, but um, it's that thing of if you are reducing your Um, stress levels and um, this is a stressor to your body like alcohol like sugar like everything else that we talk about this mold is also a stressor to your body so if you're really trying to kind of you know like I'm talking in perimenopause when your hormones are going all over the place you don't want any added stresses to your body and so we don't want to scare everyone because normally it doesn't pose a risk um, to a healthy high immune functioning person but if you've got low immunity like I said, there's stuff like going on in your body. Um, then this is one of the things that you might have to look at. That's maybe like you say, you're working next to it or you're sleeping next to it where you're spending like quite a lot of time um, next to the mold, Like you said, it was in your bedroom. Um, We had it in the bathroom. I've got our bathroom ready done. It's like everywhere, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And I think especially places like, um, like say your bathroom and you're in there with the shower and the bath with hot steam and you're heating up this fungus and these yeah. mold spores it's just going to get into your respiratory system even worse um and yeah the the symptoms are a weird things so like aches and pains memory loss brain fog breathing problems um they often go undiagnosed like regarding to to black mold because you don't even know it's there so why would you even think it was that that was causing the aches and pains you would so you would get treated for something else i mean the the quite common symptoms um but memory loss and brain fog things like that are really frustrating because it can be a million things causing it so it's really important if you if you hear this to try and think oh is there any black mold in my house have a search around for kind of areas which you wouldn't normally go to in the house or at work um, and that could be it because if it goes undiagnosed you've got no chance of actually getting it sorted
0: I know, and like the symptoms that you describe—body aches and pains, changes in mood, headaches, memory loss—that's kind of like menopausal symptoms, you know. So, yeah, a lot of stuff gets blamed on the wrong thing, and it could well be that you just there's mold in your house where it's quite an energy drainer. I think if you're quite sensitive to it, you feel it that it's there because your energy levels will drop when you come into contact with it. There are people who are more sensitive than others to it as well. Um, if you've got any kind of um, asthma or respiratory allergies, you'll, you'll be able to sense and feel it when, when you're around it.
1: Yeah, and then if you, if you live in an unhealthy lifestyle, once you've got um, the, the fungus pretty heavily in your body and then you, start, uh, you, you can get parasites and then if you're eating high sugary foods and you live an unhealthy Feed life, in it just feeds on that, like things like candida and you get dandruff and bad breath and aches and pains and you're eating sugar all the time then you've got no chance because all that funks and parasites just feed on that sugar. And it's really hard to get rid of.
0: Yeah. Like to get rid of a parasite and fungal infection is really, really hard, isn't it? Once it's in your body.
1: Yeah. To some degree, some of them are almost impossible. I've even heard Paul check say that you just, some of them you just have to live with. It's it's literally, even for someone like him, um, you just have to manage, manage the symptoms because they're that intelligent. That you can't even even blood tests and things they'll just disappear and they, they move around the body. You can um you can add topical creams and and things like that, and injections to try and kill the site of the fungus and parasite, but then the, it'll just move around your body to escape the poison which is trying to kill it. So Malaria. interesting, but that's also yeah. very scary.
0: Malaria does that, doesn't it? It goes in and out of your bloodstream. That's why you've got to keep testing a oh, couple yeah. of hours for it. Um, so yeah, if you wake up in the night regularly um, crave sugar that's kind of a sign isn't it that you've got I always remember that one of the things you know when you start talking about parasites mold and fungi you convince yourself you've got it don't you
1: oh 100% yeah everyone in remember in the Czech Institute everyone in the class was then thinking oh my god that's it I've got every single killer parasite not a man
0: I was thinking that, and then you say, "Right, I'm going to go on the fungus diet," but actually, it's hardcore that you can't. I think it's it's you've got to be really sick to go on the fungus diet.
1: Yeah. So the fungus the the fungal link was a book written by Doug Kaufman, and he um, he uh, produced a diet which was said to get rid of any fungus and parasites, or at least minimise the the symptoms. Mm -hmm. It's mainly just a few fruits low in sugar like berries um there's a lot of meat in there high quality meat and it's very low on carbohydrates because like we've already said fungus and parasites really feed off their sugary starchy foods Mm -hmm. so yes Doug Kaufman was a big a big advocate of that and apparently it's very good but obviously the the cravings come when you go off sugar and stuff massively so it is difficult yeah and there's lots of good um sorry there's lots of good uh supplements things like oil of oregano really strong um coconut oil things like that can oh, you can take really oil
0: of oregano don't you
1: yeah i haven't had it for a while because the last time i got it i got the super strength one which is three times as strong and oh my god it is powerful <laughs> <Like> <laughs> so one, what does it do to you one drop under your tongue just sets you on fire um it's just very anti-parasitic and antifungal and that's oh. if you're if you're drinking tap water or any unfiltered water it just nukes everything <laughs> so do
0: you put it in the water then yeah just you, just you get like a little, a little
1: a little drop a bottle and just put one drop in like a liter of water and it's just like it just carpet bombs everything in there but the, oh. the flavor is just really really strong you can buy the normal stuff not the super strength stuff and you can put like drops under your tongue but the, the taste it just ruins your taste buds for like the whole day so just be careful if you're going to get it <laughs> So but all, a, all, the yeah. yeah, all the Czech professionals carry little bottles around when they're uh, you know when you're at that level. That's like
0: yeah, we're not the, at that
1: level yet. Go, go, it goes in your little uh, goes in your little <laughs> holistic you health tea. bag that you take everywhere
0: with your with your salt, with your activated salt, you activate salt.
1: Your glass bottle of water and your vibram <laughs> five fingers and your tai chi stick. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, you got me a tai chi stick. I love it. <laughs> right, um, so. They reckon that 90% of Americans have fungal infections. Mm. Ah, Yeah, that that just freaks me out. Like, Um, so indications that you are are likely to have a fungal infection include dandruff, jock itch. What's jock itch? Like an itchy.
1: Itchy parts down there, yeah.
0: Athlete's foot, vaginal yeast infection, toenail fungus. Or if you have completed a course in antibiotics at any time in your life without recolonizing your gut.
1: Yeah, that's the one that worried me because I must have had antibiotics 20, 30 times. Have you? When I was a kid and teenager, I used to get tonsillitis all the time. I used to get like five, six times a year to the point where I had a consultation to get them out, but it never happened. But every time I got it, I just got antibiotics. And then I I became immune to um, penicillin. So I started taking oh, yeah. a different one and the word recolonization never came up <laughs> once. So I just nuked my insides and I still kind of worry about it today, to be honest, whether I should get some really high quality probiotics mm. and try and recolonize, but you should really get a test done first to, to figure out you what's going test on. test it
0: before and then test it after to make sure that it's working. Mm. But yeah, you've got a really healthy diet. So I think you probably are on the right track. Mm. My children have never had antibiotics.
1: Good. you never showed either.
0: No, I've never. like Once we nearly got to the point of giving our Josh them, but I held off because I had an instinct that he was going to get all right. Mm. And it was over a weekend and we had to rush him into A&E. Um, I can't even remember what it was. Though. It's like glands were up and everything. You're never sure what it is with a baby. It was when he was a baby. And um, we rushed him into the doctors at A&E. And the doctor said, hey, give him these antibiotics. And I was just like, I don't know, instinct just said, just wait. And that, and that we'd already got booked in an appointment on Monday with the, our regular doctor. Hmm. And he was like, that's a really good thing you just did there, not to give him those. Because once his immune system kicked in, he was fine and fought uh, yeah. it off. But yeah.
1: Yeah, we, sh- we should maybe do a, uh, an episode on antibiotics because for all that they do, do good. There's also mm. a lot of negative, which is never spoke about as well. But, um, but yeah, when I was growing up, I had them all the time. But my mom worked in a pharmacist as well, so it was like, <laughs> unli- you know, like like, imagine excited. your parents. <laughs> like, imagine your parents worked in a sweet shop. You just have unlimited sweets.
0: Yeah. We, we, we just, just, had just had a whole had
1: cupboard it. dedicated to medicine because we could just have them. <laughs> so I thought it was normal growing up, but now like I'm horrified when I think back. What I just it was all the time. Yeah. It was just whatever you want.
0: It's like when you hear people just say, oh, "I'm on antibiotics." Uh, like the next week I'm on antibiotics and they never seem to come off them. And I always mm. just think, oh my God, what about like your guts, your immune system, your everything. Yeah, I but mean, I, never, like we're not doing antibiotics so. when you need them, you need them and that's it. But it's this like low level stuff that you're not actually fixing.
1: Yeah. Well, the word antibiotic is anti-life. So the antibiotic yeah. goes in there and it, it kills a lot of the good stuff as well as the bad stuff. The trouble is when the bad stuff's gone, so is the good stuff. You need to replace the good replace in there with the a healthy good. diet and probiotics, but that's never gets spoken about, hence why you probably get ill again soon after.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't I can't remember the last time I had antibiotics. I'm thinking 30 odd years ago.
1: Mm. I probably haven't had them for like 10 years now. So hopefully I've kind of undone some of the some of the nuclear warfare which went on there when I was a t- <laughs> teenager. Yeah.
0: I don't like to yeah. think about it really. No, no, no. My boys have never had them. Well, thank me one day, won't they? No, I'm a, like hippie health nut.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, like you say, when, you, when you're when you a kid, you just you don't question anything, do you? No. So hopefully if they grow up and they start getting interested in health, they will be absolutely thankful that you've, <laughs> you've been a weird hippie man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Didn't just give them antibiotics at the drop of a <laughs> hat. Um, so listen to this. Um, you need to recolonize the gut with either human-grade probiotic supplement or by regularly consuming raw goat's milk or yogurt raw cow's milk or yogurt is helpful but goat's milk products are more compatible with the human gut oh good um when i was young and obviously i've had bad skin all my life my mom always used to try and make me drink goat's milk always what does it what does it taste like
1: in comparison (laughs) to cow's milk
0: it's uh, it's more bitter I think it's like because no. I, I don't drink any milk now so I can't really remember what the tasting milk tastes like but um I used to think it was awful because I used to drink loads of cow's milk pasteurized of course because that's the thing that we only buy isn't it it's like you can't buy raw cow's milk because it's gonna kill us
1: yeah like well, how you can't the buy race it you just...
0: bloody survive for this yeah. long without drinking pasteurized bloody milk
1: yeah, you can buy it. It just has to come with a massive health warner on the front and it, it can't be sold in supermarkets, which is just crazy. But yeah, you can go to the supermarket and buy about 16,000 different forms of alcohol, cigarettes, sugar, seed <laughs> <tea laughs> oils, which absolutely do destroy your health. Yeah, a healthy cow, yeah. which has milk. Uh, we're not allowed to buy that. Yeah.
0: I bought some raw organic butter the other day. Oh, nice. I get it from that shop near you, where mm. you wing and, wing and prayer, selling there. Durham, oh
1: yeah it. yeah yeah.
0: So yeah so like people sometimes go like oh you can't drink raw like non-pasteurized milk. But it's like you know what like, people have been how the hell did blumen what's his face the mongol chief <laughs> survive he survived on yak milk genghis khan. He overcame china on back of yak milk yeah wasn't even pasteurized
1: the the bloke who invented pasteurization louis pasteur even even said in his later years didn't he that that's it's not the, what is it? It's well, basically the like, it's not the terrain. It's the,
0: no, it uh, is the terrain. <laughs> it, it's, it's
1: the terrain, not the germ. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's the terrain, not the germ.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause he invented pasteurization where you heat the milk up and it kills all the bacteria. It, well, if there's any negative bacteria, it kills that, but it definitely kills all the good stuff. So, but it's pointless if the cow is healthy, then it has healthy milk. So what's the point in heating all the healthy milk up and killing all the good bacteria so you're just left with sugary water essentially
0: yeah yeah and then people buy bloody semi-skimmed with all the fat out so the fat's actually the good bit isn't it in milk yeah. with the calcium and all that stuff oh mm. god Peter. Oh, it's all fucked up man down the world is fucked up the more we talk about this stuff the more i think about it and the more i meditate <laughs> i'm turning into a full-on fucking hit me
1: like we were saying the other week so we obviously studied through the Czech Institute and Paul checks the, the faculty leader. If like, he must've been going crazy looking at all this like 20, 30 years ago, because he is so well-researched. Like me and you talk about this for an hour and we're interested in it. He's like wrote books on it, articles. He's taught all over the world. He knows the ins and outs. He worked on a farm, all this, like, and he knows the absolute details, like down to the microorganisms in the soil. Yeah. So then to see like, fertilization and agriculture just killing all the nutrients milk being uh, pasteurized and homogenized people eating sugar and drinking alcohol like, i honestly don't know how he hasn't gone insane how he's <laughs> stuck to his mission to try and help people become healthy the well, definitely...
0: vibration isn't it you know like you mm. go up the vibrational levels and yeah it's it's the more that you think about like the more that we talk about this and think about it and research it the more fucked up the world is Mm -hmm. honestly it is it is um so do you want to know how to get rid of a fungus infection this is the protocol come on then um is to right you need to like make sure that you've got the fungal infection first um and then you need to like eliminate the source of the fungus that you might be breathing in or whatever we'll talk about that in a minute um eliminate all simple sugars from your diet even if they're organic eliminate all fruit organic and dried fruit with the exception of green apples without the skin (laughs) it's very specific isn't it this diet
1: just the doug kaufman
0: Yeah, yeah this is doug's fresh berries monitor your symptoms with berries as some people don't respond well to them due to the higher than optimal sugar content this is the best way to satisfy a massive sweet craving if you must there's a top tip there look i don't like berry i don't like fruit um Eliminate all below the ground vegetables with the exception of carrots. (laughs) This is why I've never done this diet because it's very specific. You may drink a cup or two of carrot juice with raw garlic, raw ginger or apple cider vinegar each day. There you go, apple cider vinegar. You know I'm a big fan of that because these items are strongly antifungal. There you go. Yes, you see. I mustn't have a fungal infection because I've been drinking apple cider vinegar for 25 years. Do not eat meats that are co- commercially farmed, if at all possible, because they feed the animal poor quality grains to fatten them, leaving myotoxins in the meat, which further weakens your immune system. Eat a diet primarily of high quality meats and above ground vegetables.
1: So there you go. This is why the carnivore diet is uh, coming on strong. Carnivore
0: diet's coming out strong here. Cook with coconut oil. And happily consume <laughs> happily, con- I'll happily consume these, high- quantity saturated animal fats as they support the immune system. Animal fats.
1: So really, we just all he's describing is how okay. we used to live okay. how we used to live back in the day. I mean, apple side vinegar is like a new thing, really, and, and some supplements are, but this is how human evolution came around. We eat animals, we eat the organs, um, mm. and we eat we fruit and stuff in season.: mm
0: hmm um, you may also find it useful to freeze cod liver oil capsules and take two to three grams first thing on the morning on an empty stomach and follow a rotation diet. So we haven't really talked about what a rotation diet is, but it's like just eliminate certain foods for a couple of days to see if your symptoms and then gradually put them back in again. Don't you? Certain ones, certain orders that you do it in. Yeah. Consume raw goats, milk or yogurt or use a high quality human grade probiotic for a minimum of two months takes a while to do this kind of stuff, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and you have to get testing done, see if the probiotics are working, see if the, the fungal infection is getting reduced, monitor your symptoms, track your food. It's really, really This difficult. is why
0: most people are probably wandering around, 90% of, of Americans wandering around with a fungal infection and can't get rid of it.
1: Yeah, and even if you want to get rid of it, look at that protocol there. It's, it's very, tough, very it? hard, yeah.
0: And then he says, like, be, you've got to do it for at least six months. And then be careful once you start feeling better again, not to revert back to junk food because they're still in your system waiting for you.
1: Yeah. But it's like anything, once you get on a, a health kick, even if, the, even if you don't manage to get rid of the fungus totally, just doing all these things is going to make you a healthier person. So you'll probably start feeling healthier yeah. immediately. Even if you're, you're unfortunate enough to, to never get rid of a fungal and parasite infection, you might feel 95% better actually. Do you know what I mean? So it doesn't mean that if it hasn't worked, go back to the old you. Yeah, yeah you're probably going to be feeling healthier
0: because that's what everyone does is not it they do something for like a month and go oh, it hasn't worked i'm going back to blah
1: yeah believe well, in paul checks says and how uh, every client he's ever had he tells them first read my book how to you move and be healthy follow the protocol to a t and you have to do it for at least six months and if you aren't any better then then come and see me six months like the the protocols in there six months before you even consult any doctor or physician or holistic health coach that's how long it takes to make like permanent change and feel healthy
0: so listen to this parasites don't like healthy vital people they are mother nature's garbage collectors so if you want to get rid of them don't feed them by using your stomach as a garbage can (laughs)
1: that's true isn't it
0: (laughs) i like that that's the last sentence in how to eat be healthy
1: yeah what's there's been research done that says humans are, aren't we something like 90 percent um bacteria
0: yeah and
1: we're only 10 percent human or something like that so if you're just human
0: Was well, is it one percent human i've got a book call of that so if, you, if
1: you're just feeding all this bacteria and fungus this shit food like you said that the mother nature's decomposes they're just going to take all that crap and they just feed off that so they're going to get stronger as you get weaker it's just the circle of life
0: it's the circle of... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Elton John. Right, Dan, is that, is that it? For the- oh, we haven't talked about how to get rid of black mould. It's really hard to get rid of.
1: Well, actually get rid of it from your house or your work. Oh, or-
0: from your house, yes, sorry. Yeah. I'm back um, on the black mould in the house now.
1: So the way, uh, the way I got rid of it was, mine wasn't like a massive infestation, so um, bleach and water can work. I don't think it's as effective as what people think it is, no,
0: it's like not. Really,
1: you can't just bleach it. No, no, it, it gets it gets rid of the black stain on like wallpaper and skirting boards and stuff, but it can still be there. Um, so that can be even worse because it doesn't look like it's there anymore. <laughs> but yeah, effect, it? it's just um, white now. Well, <laughs> you can get industrial companies to come in and, and get rid of it. But then after that, it's it's like what what caused it in the first place? If it's damp, you have to dry it out. Use a dehumidifier, get airflow, get sunlight, all those type of things
0: yeah fix the leak as well in my case get the leak fixed then yeah you say you can't just bleach it because um there's only a certain level of bleach that will actually work and then it becomes ineffective um so it's said and the mold just gets used to the bleach basically so i think um, you can't just bleach your way out of a a mold infection infestation um it's one part bleach four part water make it up into a spray and um just spray it around some of the essential oils that are really good for it like rosemary eucalyptus the respiratory oils and um, tea tree you know you can put them into a spray for a natural kind of antiviral fungal thing
1: yeah they're gonna smell nicer than bleach as well because
0: bleach is bleach. so
1: so strong but in a weird way it smells like it is killing stuff i must admit <laughs> it
0: does <laughs> smell it's... do you think? The Smelling bleach to make it smell like that or do you think it just naturally smells like
1: that? yeah yeah maybe but it's it's like um,
0: gas doesn't smell does it you know like no. gas doesn't sm- they add the smell to the gas
1: so you know if there's a leak yeah
0: so you know if there's a leak yeah
1: yeah but bleach does smell like it's doing something
0: but it just smells to me like oh it's doing bad things to the environment
1: uh, oh i do yeah absolutely <laughs> it's um it's one of those smells you, like which it? is totally man-made but we associate it like it's in, in everyone's <laughs> like memory isn't it
0: Yeah, I don't like the smell at all. It reminds me of swimming baths.
1: Oh yeah, that that does know what you mean.
0: Anyway, right. So next week, um, have you got anything else done before? That's me.
1: That's me done for black mold.
0: Black mold. So have a think about that. Have a look around your house. You probably find some and then freak out. But like we said, it's nothing to worry about really if you're healthy. But if you have got some niggles, it might be worth um, looking at um so next week we are going to do cacao um so this is my new latest thing that i've been drinking every day i love it so we're gonna um, talk about cacao and then we're gonna have a little break over summer, aren't we Dan?
1: yeah we're gonna have a little rest and reset and then we're gonna come back stronger
0: Come back stronger in september september's always a good month for a fitness instructor isn't it august is like ugh, august is my head in
1: when the yeah when the kids go are off school in the summer and people are away, and plans change mm. and there's babysitters that knocks it
0: all the pot doesn't it, oh, it knocks everything the pot and then september is always a good to so the run-up to christmas so um yes yeah, so we're gonna have a little break after next week if there's anything that you would like us to talk about or um and plan for our return um, do let us know if there's anything that we haven't covered but um yeah we will be back we'll be back next week and then we're we'll having a break so um yeah we release episodes every Monday. Um please do like and subscribe. We're on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Audible, Ask Alexa, all your podcasting places.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I said, if you like and subscribe, it helps us get the podcast out there and we can keep this train rolling. So we'll see you again soon.
0: See you soon.